Welcome to the Wanting to Wealthy podcast, where we approach financial education in unconventional ways. My name is Ashley Hogan, and if you are looking for a different path to reach your financial goals, you are in the right place. Let's get started. Before we get started, I am so excited to let you know that there are some new changes coming to the Wanting to Wealthy Patreon page. There will now be just two tiers. The $1 searcher level will give you first access to sign up for courses and discounts on all classes, courses, and materials. The $5 Voyager level is for those of you who are ready to build a community around your personal finances. As well as being eligible for promo codes and early access to all Wanting to Wealthy programs, Voyagers get exclusive voting power on podcast content and access to the private community. The private community is all about knowing you're not alone in your personal finance journey. Included in the private community is the ability to ask questions, get free printables, live events to work on your finances with others, and moral support. Back in February, I got the privilege of interviewing Sara Zareen, owner of Ishk Skincare, and I was saving her episode to come out during um, my anniversary month of the podcast in July. But some things shifted, and I am going to get to share uh, her episode with you in April. I'm so excited for you to listen to this interview. Sara is a woman of color sharing her family's healing with you. Enjoy. Thank you for being on the podcast. And um, I'd like to just start with, would you tell us about yourself and your business? Of course. Yeah. So my name is Sara Zareen. Thank you, Ashley, for having me over on your podcast. I'm excited to share uh, my journey of my business and a little bit of what got me started to um, become a businesswoman um, with you and your listeners. Um, so my name is Sara Zareen. I'm the founder and CEO of Ishq Skincare, which is a healing line of ethical organic skincare handcrafted with ingredients sustainably sourced from local Oregon farms and companies that practice fair trade policies. Ishq in Urdu means love. Uh, my mission is to make organic skincare and hair care simple, sustainable, and accessible for everyone while supporting racial and social justice causes locally and globally. The recipes that I share with you through Ishq Skincare are those that have been passed down to me by my family of healers. And uh, my family believes uh, that the focus should not just be on self-care, you know, on self-healing, but it has to be in conjunction with the community. When you heal with your neighbor, with your neighborhood, with your community in general, that makes the healing sustainable. And in order to do that, we have to be intentional and conscious of what we're putting in our bodies and what we're putting on our bodies as well, making sure that, um, the people growing your food, making your clothes are happy. They're being paid a fair living wage. They are not in any painful circumstances because it's a transference of energy that happens. You cannot profit off of somebody else's pain. Which, so essentially what I like to say is like my family was woke before it became cool to be woke. I love that. And um, 
is this something that is to your family specifically, um, these ideas, or is it part of your culture in general? It is indigenous communities all throughout. Okay. Basically, the, the, the concept of self, mm -hmm. you know, um, I just did air quotes for those <laughs> who are listening, okay. uh, the concept of concentrating more on yourself, um, you know, profit focusing on profit is relatively a new age mm -hmm. phenomenon mm -hmm. um that is what that is a capitalist economy mm -hmm. um my family does not come from a capitalistic mindset not just my family but when you look at native communities you look at you know the indigenous communities the native people of americas of australia of wherever all native communities indigenous communities that have been silenced mm -hmm. um or um, not silenced forcefully silenced i would say Mm -hmm. uh, by capitalistic powers, mm -hmm. they follow this sustainable, healthy way of living. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate that you're able to to put that in a way that I, as a um, white American, I, I see it from the capitalistic point of view, and I see it from the um, from from the kind of oh, this is new things. But to me, it's it makes sense. And the capitalism has always kind of given me this ucky feeling. And I've done episodes on sustainably sourcing clothing, um, minimalism, zero waste, um, local uh, consumption of food, and how that impacts not only you and your family, but the families that are contributing to making that product. And then the generations thereafter that, that um, have to live in in our waste or lack thereof as we um, move through the generations. Yes, and I appreciate you doing that because like our uh, our innate nature that we have that we inadvertently get trained to silence mm -hmm. is one of good, mm -hmm. is one of purity. We are born not to cause harm to other people we are born we're born in nature right? we were born to we're with this with this beautiful um quality within all of us to cause benefit to make you know make ourselves beneficial to other people and that capitalism whatever however whatever word you want to give it gets trained out of us and what i'm trying to do with ishk skincare not just me but you know a, a lot of companies small companies i will say um, are, are trying to do is to create to be a part of this greater awakening, which is not just focused just on our local communities, but mm -hmm. viewing all communities of the world as interconnected, you know, and the way we can do that is to be conscious, to be intentional, you know, to think, you know, um, like in Ishk skincare, I've introduced, and I'm not the first one to do this, um, seasonal skincare, you know, changing your skincare with the change in seasons because your your skin changes with the seasons right and that that kind of encourages you to pay attention to what is growing in that season and why mm -hmm. you know like citrus winter is a citrus season why do you think mother nature is introducing citrus now you know because when, when you when you think of it citrus you go back to at least in my head mm -hmm. it was like italy warm mediterranean mm -hmm. right but then yeah. citrus, you know, one of the, uh, the way I look at it, the one of the reasons why Mother Nature grows citrus in winter is because it is rich in vitamin C. It is a mood uplifter when, when the days are shorter, when it's rainy or snowy, like how it was earlier in 
Portland today, um, it uplifts the mood, right? When you take a whiff of a freshly opened orange, mm-hmm. peeled orange, what's the, how is your mood? And yeah. that gets incorporated into skincare. You know, it is a slow way in which you start to live your life, to take mm-hmm. that, that, that beat mm-hmm. for yourself. Yeah. And, um, and I know we've talked about it, um, as a culture, I've seen it recently about talking about locally consuming our food and seasonally consuming our food, but that can be done with, with things like skincare and, um, and other consumable resources like clothing and stuff as well. And I think it's just taking that one step further that we haven't quite thought about yet. Yes. And it is, it is reducing your your footprint mm-hmm. on the world mm-hmm. you know when you buy local yes it does cost more money because what goes into a local product especially when a product um you know like like skincare uses locally grown ingredients uses raw materials from the city of portland and the surrounding areas yes that's going to cost more mm-hmm. and that and like even even with fair trade clothing Fair trade, ethically made clothing costs more for a reason, mm-hmm. right? It's because every component involved in that production has been, are human beings. They're not, mm-hmm. they're not machines. Yes. You know? And they have been paid a living wage in which they can survive, mm-hmm. which makes them happy. It's not just our happiness. Oh, hey, I got a $5 top or, hey, I scored skincare for $5, but what goes into it? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a, it's, it's paying attention to that. It's valuing the humanness behind the product. Yes. Yeah. And, and to push that a step further, when you're looking at fair trade items, a lot of times you're looking at a um, waste, a, a cost per use and people see, oh, well, this item is $5. And I know I've talked about this for, but if you're going to spend 40 on something that has been sustainably sourced and fair trade wages given to the people who made that product the product generally lasts longer and then the use the the price per use goes down the longer we get to consume that product than when you're buying a five dollar shirt that wears out after six washes i completely agree yes and that is the other intentional part of it Mm-hmm. You know, you're intentionally reducing the amount of clothes you are buying. Mm-hmm. And that automatically pushes companies when they notice this. And this I've seen, this shift in, in consumerism is slow, but I'm seeing this more and more, yes. right? Which, which kind of, which forces the company to follow certain standards, mm-hmm. right? To focuses the company to focus on more sustainable ways of production, mm-hmm. which is basically what we want. Yes. To be sustainable as humanity. Yes. Yes. For future generations and for the people that exist now, being able to live um, in less poverty, uh, in less um, uh, poor conditions that then cause health conditions and various other things where we can just raise that standard of living for, for everyone involved in whatever process of product that we're working with. Yes. And that's, that's the whole concept behind sustainable living, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's sustainable with, with, I, I price my products in a way in which it is sustainable to me as a business as well. Yes. I want to make my products accessible for everyone. And, and I do like as, as a small business, I do gift products Mm -hmm. to, um, 
to causes. Like just recently, I gifted my coconut coffee scrubs, Shama, to a Bison Coffee House, which is a native-owned coffee house in Portland. And the monies raised from the sales of those Shama is going to go to the Sahnish uh, Scouts of North Dakota that are actively searching for murdered and missing indigenous women. Right, so I do make my products as accessible as pro as possible, but yes, it has to be priced a certain way because it takes that much mm -hmm. for me to make it. The amount of time, like my hair oil, my family's ancient hair oil recipe, takes me sometimes four days to make, and that has to be reflected in the price. Otherwise, it's not sustainable for me mm -hmm. as a maker. There's no joy that I will find in making a product that does not that does not sustain me as an individual. Yeah, absolutely. But along with making these higher quality products and paying you for your time, um, I've noticed that that we are doing a couple of things. One, we're producing putting less chemicals in or on our bodies. And two, we have to use less of the product in general than some of the less expensive, more commercialized products. Do you yes, see that? I, of course. And which was one of the reasons why I launched but why I started making my organic products. Like I started with the organic moisturizing creams and back in, oh my goodness, how far away? 2007, <laughs> I can't, I, you know, I, I, I mess up the dates. But anyway, I was looking, I have dry sensitive skin and I was just getting more intentional and conscious mm -hmm. of, I was get, basically, I was going back to my roots, my family's roots, right? Yeah. And then when, and I had to use, on, I mean, like, honestly, like my hands were forever, ever dry. And this was in the Bay Area. So mm -hmm. everything I would touch would give me static because my hands are, were so dry. Mm -hmm. um, and I had to use constantly hand creams, quote, unquote, air quotes, hand yeah. creams, right? Um, I always had a couple on my body, but uh, on, on my person. But when I, and I learned about, you know, toxic and how skin is the largest organ, it absorbs, affects how your hormones function as well. Uh, it, it does lead to fertility. It can, one of the factors that may lead to fertility issues with women is the amount of toxins that, that our skin absorbs, right? Um, and I started, I looked recipes online. I tweaked a few recipes and I, and I developed one recipe that I was like, when I, when I put it on my skin, I was like, oh my God, how is this possible? And yes, you end up using less. People are honestly surprised as to how little of an ish organic moisturizing cream you need to use to stay hydrated the whole day, or how little of, you know, the ish leave-in hair oil, you know, you only need a quarter teaspoon of the ish organic mask for your face, which compared to something else, you probably, you can use more. I mean, go ahead, no problems, you know, <laughs> right. But the, 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 the key word here is need. Mm -hmm. You don't need mm -hmm. to use more. Mm -hmm. So but then it comes right back down to you. You might be paying a little bit more, but you're using less. So that price per use mm -hmm. is the same or less with fewer chemicals. And like you said, the uh, putting messing with our hormones and things like that. Um, my family has a history of eczema. My son, um, you know, you get free bottles of shampoo, baby shampoo and stuff like that when you first um or at the hospital, I couldn't use any of that on him. The kid was covered in eczema rash and getting him something that was more basic, less chemicals, less chemicals to where I could just 
let him be comfortable in his own skin, let alone like I haven't had eczema in in several years after eliminating all these extra products and stuff, not only in my skincare, but also in my food. And I've always been a sensitive skinned person, um, allergic to most things that go on my skin topically. But I noticed that the more natural the items were, the less issues I had. Yes. And thank you for sharing that about your son. It's not, I mean, it's, it's, it's painful to watch somebody you love go through that pain, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, eczema is pain, psoriasis is, psoriasis is pain, yeah. right? whether it's on the scalp or on your skin. Mm-hmm. Right. And it, it is, it is basically that it is transparency in the product as well, because I am sensitive, very sensitive mm-hmm. to stuff, yeah. right? to food, to, to products. And I make sure that on my, on, my, on every single one of my, on my products, all the ingredients are listed. Mm-hmm. I'm allergic to vanilla. I cannot okay. have products mm-hmm. on my skin or in my body with vanilla. So I need to know what's in it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, and it is, it is complete transparency, which I yes. feel is extremely important when it comes to skincare. You yes. won't find quote unquote other natural ingredients or other essential oils on mm-hmm. my products. Every single thing will be, will be put on the product. You know, and it is the purity. Like one thing that you mentioned is like you know feeling good or comfortable. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest feedbacks I get from clients is how good they feel when they use an Ishk product, mm-hmm. right? Because it's everything that goes into it is pure, even the production process. Mm-hmm. Like when I make my products, I make sure like I my husband's not allowed to come down and disturb me. <laughs> you got to be right? in the zone for that. I have and to be the it energy. Is an, it is. It is an. It is an energy based product, and mm-hmm. people feel that. Right. I mean, people who are sensitive, sensitive to that, mm-hmm. you can feel it, you know, mm-hmm. and I, and intentional, it's all about intention. When I make an ish product, whether it's the moisturizing cream, the hair oil, the face mask, uh, the scrubs, I put in prayers or good thoughts for your health, safety, and happiness. So when people use an ish product, they feel that, mm-hmm. you know, which Absolutely. is something is it's, it's a, it's a, it's a complete process, right? Mm-hmm. It's a full yeah. circle that comes along. Absolutely. And, and I have to tell you the very first ish product that I got, I was almost, almost to the end of the jar. And I'm not kidding you. I dropped it on a stone countertop and it broke. And I was so sad. Like I was legitimately like, I lost this great product when there was still more in the container to use because it, you, you get that level of comfort that you know exactly what you're putting on your skin and you you get to support um, a, a local person, uh, several local people, because not only am I supporting you when I buy your product, but I'm supporting all the people that you've supported as well and your causes. And what I've talked about a lot is voting with your dollars. I get to vote for you and the things that you uh, represent when I purchase a product from you. Yes. And I appreciate that. And I love that you brought the, the money aspect up because, you know, like with um, when it comes to different causes, you know, there are lots of causes in this world, right? And you choose the ones that speak to you most personally. For me, it is, you know, buying black. For me, it is buying, you know, indigenous. For me, it is, you know, equity for transgender folks, right? Those are the causes that speak to me, you know? Um, and then it, I, I, we can't deny that we live in a capitalist economy. We can't, like, I am so, so done with performative activism from people so done and I was like stop with your stupid black squares they're not doing anything you know what are you spending your money on Mm -hmm. you know people speak about hey you know I love books 
you know, but they go ahead and buy books from Amazon, which is like profiting off of people's pain Mm -hmm. and ignore a local black owned bookstore in Portland, third eye Mm -hmm. books, accessories and gifts. You know, I mean, people do not want to put in people want change, but they don't want to change. And with with the with the causes that Ishk is involved with, with the people that I work with, people who partner with Ishk, mm-hmm. we are part of we're trying to be part of the movement that that brings about that change actively. Mm-hmm. You know, so when I say buy black, I'm, I don't just say it. I do it. Yes. Yeah, I encourage people to do it as well. And I will tag if you see if you go to my social uh, social media channels, especially Instagram, I will constantly tag you know, businesses like, you know, by black businesses, I will constantly tag indigenous businesses as well. Cause I feel like in, in when we're, 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 especially in America, not just in America, but since we're in America, I'm speaking to this country, mm-hmm. you know, this land is not our land. This mm-hmm. land belongs to the native communities. And, yeah. you know, and if we're profiting off of their land, they deserve that money back. And how much of that are you giving back? Well, if you can't give the money, either there were different ways in which you can support. Yes. Right? And this is and this this ask is not not of people who can't afford to. I I understand that you know, mm-hmm. but there are this this is for people who when they're setting up their office will go to Amazon and buy art. Yes. Or buy oh goodness I can't, I can't have a like dream catcher from Amazon. Mm-hmm. No. Just no. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and if you're going to buy something like a Dreamcatcher or uh, White Sage or things like that, um, to really know where they're who who you're buying them for and what their purpose is, and not oh well, this looks pretty. Doing that extra step of research to understand yeah. the culture that you're um, appropriating from yeah, appropriating. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And what, and one of my, and I, and I did a post about it, I did a video about it and I done a blog post about it. It is cultural appropriation. It's like when, when Starbucks came out with golden latte, I'm telling you, that was like a slap in the face for me. And I was like, that's nothing but turmeric and milk, yes. which our mothers have been giving us when you were sick and you're making money off of it, mm-hmm. you know? And then everybody's like, oh my God, so good. And I was like, shut up. <laughs> you don't know anything about it. Give them, and then, you know, and like, for, for turmeric, for instance, talking about cultural appropriation, like for me right now, I'm being more sensitive to turmeric, mm-hmm. you know, and I see people, especially white folks making turmeric ghee, you know, and I'm like, turmeric honey, what is that? Mm-hmm. You don't know anything about turmeric. Mm-hmm. This is not your culture for you to make money off of it. And they know you do have companies that, you know, they might, you know, credit. Oh, yeah, this is from Ayurveda. You know, when I went to India, I saw people using ghee a lot and I've used it, you know, all that. I, we don't care about mentions on your website. Do that and put the money back into the community. Mm-hmm. Support an Ayurvedic center if you're talking about Ayurveda. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're talking about the benefits of how, you know, indigenous people in India have been using haldi for so many do something give me give us the money back mm-hmm. we don't care about words show me the action mm-hmm. you know and and as a business I'm, I'm trying to be very conscious that i'm not doing that to other businesses mm-hmm. you yeah. know or to other cultures yeah yeah and and better yet rather than you saying that um you being the the white person that found this um talk to someone whose culture that is and and give them the credit i'm not going to talk about about your company and your um 
and your recipes for your family in any way that will ever do the justice that you will do by me being able to say, here, please tell me your story. Yes, it is. It is allowing people of colors to 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 speak for their own culture. Mm-hmm. But it's not the speaking part that I'm not I'm not concerned about. It's mm-hmm. the making money part. Mm-hmm. And I'm yes. you're, you're making money off of my culture. Yeah. You give that money back to my culture. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just you're a colonist. You're basically a colonizer. You're taking money. You're profiting off of something that is not that is not yours to profit from. Yes. Yes. So if someone is profiting off of that, like, for example, you said the turmeric tea, I drink the turmeric tea, because I know it helps my body a lot with inflammation and stuff. I don't sell it. I don't, I don't do any of that. And I try and source it as, as um, locally as I can. Um, You're saying give the money back to that culture. Um, Is the best way to do that in any way, or is it through um, purchasing products through those through businesses of that culture, or supporting um, nonprofits from that culture? What What would you say to that? It is it is a bit of all, but my 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 question: Yes, Mm -hmm. to the consumer, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm glad that you're being conscious of that. Mm -hmm. It's not like it's like you can't have, I'm not saying you can't have turmeric. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not yeah. what I'm saying at all. I'm talking to the companies mm-hmm. who might have spent a few months in India and saw mm-hmm. turmeric everywhere and decided to come back to America mm-hmm. and make turmeric honey yes. or make turmeric this or make turmeric that, mm-hmm. right? And then market it. Yeah. And, then, and then make money off of it. Mm-hmm. That is, the, you're not rooted in that culture. And I'm not, I'm just taking Haldi, I mean, the turmeric as an example, uh-huh. yes, you know, definitely. and I'm not, I, I don't say that, you know, Indian culture has the monopoly over turmeric. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm saying at all. Mm-hmm. Right. There are different cultures to whom turmeric is important. I'm talking mm-hmm. about the profiteering yes. off of somebody else's culture, mm-hmm. right. That is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, I'm, spe- I'm speaking specifically to businesses, mm-hmm. not so much to co- consumers. Yes. Being conscious, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, like, please go ahead and have Haldi, go ahead, have turmeric, yeah. have turmeric tablets, whatever, do it. It's, yeah. a, it's an excellent thing to consume, yeah. right? But be conscious mm-hmm. of where that is coming from. I'm, I'm asking people to be aware. I'm asking people to do their due diligence, yeah. right? That is, that is what I'm asking. I mean, you talk about supporting, yes, like as, as a business owner, mm-hmm. if you're making, say, turmeric, if you're white folks selling turmeric uh, honey, okay, right? Mm-hmm. You, uh, it is it is ethical for you to give that money back to say support. Okay, look, the money that we're making from the sale of these many jars, mm-hmm. we are going to support this Ayurveda student in this Ayurvedic school in India. Mm-hmm. That I will I I would do. Mm-hmm. But you saying, oh my god, yay, we made turmeric honey. It's like, <laughs> first of all, in yeah. India we don't have turmeric honey. <laughs> right. <laughs> or at least as far as I know, we don't do that. But right. To my knowledge, we don't do right. that. But. It's, it's that, mm-hmm. that, that is my, like, if you say ghee yeah. or ghee as you pronounce it here, but it's ghee with a deeper GH, but anyway, okay. you do have, and you have white folks making ghee. And I was like, huh, <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But you do have a person from India selling ghee as well. Mm-hmm. What is a more ethical way for you to buy it? that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like if I am, um, I, I would, I wouldn't sell Turkish carpets because uh-huh. that's not my culture. Uh-huh. 
that's that's basically what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't sell products made from sage mm-hmm. or sage bundles because mm-hmm. that's not my culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So if if someone were to buy it, um, really looking at where that product is coming from and where you're spending your dollars, voting with those dollars again, yes. and and not necessarily going, oh, well, I can get it from Amazon. <laughs> exactly. It is like if you if you find if you if you are pained by racism in this country mm-hmm. stop mm-hmm. supporting companies that support ideologies that contribute to racism mm-hmm. it's that where follow the money yeah follow the money where yes. is that going who are you buying from what are they supporting that's absolutely want to be and paid a fair living wage stop buying from amazon <laughs> yes exactly yeah and and that may mean you have to consume less um but you're you're doing that appropriate voting with with your dollars who you're supporting and um and it's not going to hurt you that much to consume less and get higher quality products that support more people um and not just big huge corporations yes exactly like for me i have i have bipoc farmers in portland growing ingredients for ishk i won't be able to support them if i don't get sales Right. So it's all interconnected. It is, it is, it is voting with, with your money, mm-hmm. with your dollars. Mm-hmm. So just being aware. Yes, definitely. So, so looking into the future, what is your business vision? Uh, it is going back to my mission, which is uh-huh. to make organic skincare simple, sustainable, and accessible for everyone. I would want Ishk to go international. Right, staying true to the roots of Ishk, staying true to my family's principle of putting money back into the local economy. So it's not just me. Success in whatever how in a capitalistic term, like making money. It's not just me making money, but all the people who are involved with making money. Right. So I want to grow it in a in a way that is that is sustainable. You know, um, not just for me, but for everybody involved. Um, I want to be part, I want to see more people use skincare in a seasonal manner. Mm-hmm. I want Ishk to be part of that, of a movement that does that. I want to be part of, I want Ishk to be part of a larger BIPOC community, mm-hmm. you know, with true, <clears throat> excuse me, true white allies, mm-hmm. right? It's not like white exclusive. It is inclusive, but it depends on how you want to be included, right? you know? So that is what I see Ishk being in, in a larger scale. Yes, I want to make more money. I will never deny that, <laughs> you know? But again, money yeah. in a sustainable fair trade manner. Yeah. Money that makes, that will make my soul happy, my spirit happy. Mm-hmm. That is clean. And clean means a lot of different things to me. Do you want to expand on what clean means to you? Yes, it is. So I, I would love to. Clean means, again, going back to fair trade policies. You know, the people growing my ingredients, mm-hmm. you know, are happy with what they're being paid. You know, they are using sustainable farming, you know, what they're putting back into the earth makes the earth healthy and it does not harm the earth in any way. You know, when I pay them, I pay them from a money that I have earned, which I know I have earned this money from people who love Ishq. You know, people who embrace Ishq so beautifully in their lives and they are happy with Ishq. That is clean to me. 
you know, every single aspect of production is done in a pure, transparent manner. And if people ask me, I will tell them exactly where I got what ingredient from. I don't hide it. Right. Well, if you want me to, if you want me to tell you how much it costs, I will tell you how much that ingredient costs. I will, like, I want more of yeah. that. I don't see. Yeah. I want, and I would love more small businesses to follow this kind of um, of of setup. Mm-hmm. I don't see that as competition. I want more skincare skincare companies, small business skincare companies, mm-hmm. to support social causes and racial and racial causes. So. Yeah, and and the ripple effect that 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 has in a good way that if you're supporting um, local organic farmers, then they can support other local organic farmers. Um, and uh, we have people that are that are contributing back to the earth because small farmers especially um, are generally good stewards and want to protect the the land that they have to work with um and and i could go on a whole nother tangent about the idea of small farming versus commercial farming and people really needing to learn and understand the difference between the two and how one is beneficial and one is not yes and i will be a little bit more specific i will say bipoc farmers Mm -hmm. because their connection with the land is intrinsic. It goes much more deeper mm-hmm. than anybody else. Mm-hmm. So I do work with white farmers. I have I source from white farmers okay. too. I'm not a, I'm not anti-white. Please don't come after me. It's not no, that. No, no. It's it's not that at all. But but it is. Mm-hmm. No no. I was what my question was going to be from there was, um, have have you um, been able to to see as many BIPOC farmers as you would like to see within the region that you live in. Because me growing up in the farming community in Oregon, um, there's not a lot of color there. Mm-hmm. I live, I mean, like in Portland. Um, so I was part, I was a vendor. And if people in Portland, I, you should visit this farmer's market. It's called uh-huh. Come Through PDX, which happens on the red at, uh, at Salmon. Um, so that I, I was a vendor for two seasons or see, yeah, almost two seasons. Mm-hmm. I've come through PDX and that's how I met BIPOC farmers. So my connection with farmers, but the majority of the farmers I know mm-hmm. are BIPOC. Okay, cool. But I do, I mean, I do, do know a, a, a couple uh, non-BIPOC mm-hmm. farmers as well, whom I love. Mm-hmm. I adore. I will promote them to, to the heaven and back mm-hmm. right? because they're truly wonderful human beings. Yeah. Right. So um, I would love to see more BIPOC mm-hmm. individuals. And I do see that. And then what, what, what I love and I support Come Through PDX doing it is like they're, they have training programs targeted for specifically for BIPOC farmers. So yes, the more people, more BIPOC individuals in the farming community, the better it is for the land. Mm-hmm. That's what I was just going to ask. How does one because I know that there's a large barrier of entry to really get into farming in general um, because of costs, no matter your skin color, let alone um, just the limited resources that some BIPOC communities have or most most BIPOC communities have compared to other um, white communities, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So there is a training program. Um, there is, yes. Yeah. So Come Through PDX um, okay. does, and, and it's basically C-O-M-E, and I'm sure you uh, You'll be, I'll, I'll look I'm it up and we'll be able to tag. Yeah. C O M E T H R U P D X. So it's at Come Through P D X. Okay. They do have a training program. I don't know if the if the if if the enrollment is closed now or not. I'm not. I, I'm not sure. 
-hmm. But that is where I would recommend um, aspiring BIPOC farmers to start. That's awesome. And to get into, as in going to go to this farmer's market or in the, or the individual, like, you know, shiny of Scrapberry Farm is one of the farmers. Lady of Flying Dog Heart Farm is another, uh, is another farmer. Mm -hmm. Getting in communication with them because these are wonderful human beings. They're very inclusive. Mm -hmm. Getting in conversation with them, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and finding out ways in which you can be part of the the farming community. You know, that is, that is another way in which um, aspiring BIPOC farmers can, can get their toe. And I know like, like Scrapberry Farm, Flying Dog Hut Farm are looking for volunteers mm-hmm. to help on their farm. And, I've, and I'm very happy to, I've been accepted to help. So I'm nice. <laughs> excited to do that. I don't know yeah. how good I will be, but then I will help as, as best as I can. But I think any volunteer who gets to, to work on a farm um, gets to develop some of that that connection with the land that so many people have lost by not being on the land yes as much anymore it is and and that is and going back to uh you know that that is what is going to give us that connect the connection that's what's going to encourage us to slow down mm-hmm. and be conscious of what it gives us a newfound respect of what is comes from the land and what goes in your body and it it tastes so much better i'm telling you i I totally agree Um, if you you have been able to grow and source your own food it's a totally different uh feeling as it goes into your body and um and then also the taste i totally agree with you yes i mean like if having i mean i'm not i'm i love to garden but i don't like to water which is not a good thing (laughs) <laughs> so um, I will hap- happily pay people to grow my food. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when I was doing farmers markets, uh, Emma of uh, a cartwheel community community farm, who I get my mini dried flower bouquets that goes into the Ishmael's gift box mm-hmm. from, um, she we were at a farmers market, and she came after freshly harvesting carrots, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Give me!" And she's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> "It was delicious, yeah. you know, to have it within, you know." an hour or, or minutes mm-hmm. since the harvest is like, that was sick. Yeah. And I, I encourage people to look for like community gardens and stuff mm-hmm. too. Um, if you're in a space where you don't have a place where you can't or want to grow your own food, a community garden is a great place to do it. And it, and yeah. it creates that connection for the children as well of just knowing where our food comes from. I mean, it, there's not anything I can replace my son sitting in the raspberries earlier uh, last summer and eating them directly off of vine. I can't replace that that memory for him um and it's so like you can't get much better than sitting in the bar the 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 uh, barrel with them and eating them directly off the vine there's nothing like fresh berries (laughs) off right there and then oh my god yes <laughs> yeah and he, he did that with the with the raspberries the blueberries and um the tomatoes like there was more than once last summer where I did not feed him dinner because he had ate like 12 uh, tomatoes yes directly like oh you're, you're 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 making making me crave summer I want to skip Sorry. spring and get to summer for the food <laughs> oh I know yeah we're ready we're getting ready to to do our starts for our garden Ooh, and yeah. started. I'm sorry. Yes. I love food I love I love good food so I, everything that I like will either be even even describing people like mm-hmm. Henry Cavill for me is delicious 
Yes. <laughs> so I can't help it. I love good food. <laughs> <laughs> totally good. I love it. As someone who who maybe has been spending their most of their money at Walmart or uh, Amazon or something like that, um, and you and I talked about this last time we talked about uh, we talked about when I'm going to start your subscriptions um, was when I finish the product that I have already purchased. What kind of steps do you recommend for someone transitioning spending their dollars from wherever they were into um, more sustainable and ethical choices. Uh, and I love uh, the first thing which I always tell clients is if you, if the products that you currently have are not harming you as you're not, you know, having any allergic reaction, mm-hmm. I recommend you finish those if you're comfortable doing so. Mm-hmm. If you want to shift immediately mm-hmm. like this, I've seen this happen a lot at Ishk Boots at markets everybody's you know they get excited seeing and they want you know they want this they want that and I and I've told them at you know even though it means less money for me I've told them like you know start small choose one choose one product and go from there I am here this is my website you can always buy more so starting small with whatever it is that you need so you you need to analyze you you know you need to take a step back and think what do you really need you know if is your skin very rough do you want an organic moisturizing cream or do you want to start with a mask? So you need to, you need to identify that for yourself and go for that one product. Mm-hmm. Starting small, start with one product. That is how I would say. Mm-hmm. Like when I started eating organic, I, st- I didn't buy, I didn't get rid of everything in my pantry or in my fridge and shift to organic. I started with one. I started with organic milk and then I moved to organic bananas. Which I find out, which I found out a year ago that I'm allergic to, but anyway, different story. <laughs> right. And then organic, you know, free range eggs. That's how you. That's how you begin. You don't. If you do everything at one time, you will get overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And my brand is a sustainable brand. Mm-hmm. And being sustainable means taking small steps. How, however small or big those steps are for you, you get to define that. Mm-hmm. The power is with you. Mm-hmm. As a consumer, you decide what that is. And then women, for people who shop for skincare at Walmart, why are you doing that? Is it because that's the only thing you can afford? Mm-hmm. You know, are you living in, say, a million-dollar home and going to Walmart for skincare or going to Walmart for art? Right. Then I will question you. Right. If you are, you know, living in subsidized housing and going to Walmart, no, I will not question you. I have more power to you. You're taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's nothing for that. That is what I will question. If you are too comfortably, if you're, if you're, if you're working in Nike and your husband or or your spouse works at Microsoft Mm -hmm. and both of you are making over a million dollars and you're still buying art from Amazon, Mm -hmm. I will question you. I would, no, I I would like to question you. I need to rephrase that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that I will question. Yeah. Well, and a lot of times I think, um, even and this is where I went where I was talking about taking um consuming less even if we live in subsidized housing maybe we're buying seven eight nine products from um Walmart because we think that that's what we need to take care of our skin where we could then go to you and yes we're paying more per product but maybe we only need two yes like for me what I what I and I try to make my products, again, as simple as possible. I don't believe in having a hand cream, a foot cream. Mm-hmm. I don't, a tummy cream, no. 
I, I don't believe in that. When you buy an Ishka Organic Moisturizing Cream, what I like to tell, or any product, you know, forget the hair oil, except the hair oil, um, any of the skincare, what I like to tell people is like, you use it how it inspires you to use it. Mm-hmm. Like for me, what I found, again, I, I, I don't know why, but I, surpri- I get surprised when my products work for me. <laughs> It's the most funniest thing. And I'm like, whoa, this is so good. And I'm like, why are you surprised? Mm-hmm. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, like my detox mask, my organic detox mask, my face mask mm-hmm. is so beautiful as a foot mask. Nice. It, I mean, and I was like, oh, I need to tell everybody. And I was like, <laughs> you already told people about this. But yes, wherever you buy mm-hmm. an organic moisturizing cream, use it for your hand, use it for your face, your you're pregnant, use it around your tummy. It'll keep mm-hmm. you, your tummy hydrated and you don't, a reduction in stretch marks, basically. Mm-hmm. Where, use it wherever you want to. Well, and I think that a lot of that, well, you have to have a hand cream and a face cream and a foot cream and things like that. That's marketing. It is marketing. It's all, it's all skin. It is. So. And that's, that's why I ask people to like slow down. When you slow down, you start thinking. Yeah. And that is, that is beautiful for you as a consumer. Yeah. You, you take the power back. Don't buy into marketing. Mm-hmm. I mean, buy into ishk marketing. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> <Just kidding. No. laughs> my, my, I market truth. No, no, no. <laughs> Think about it. Why am, yes. why is that person saying what they're saying mm-hmm. in the way they're saying? Mm-hmm. And what are, what about, what about what they're saying is attracting you? What is that? Because all marketing focuses on something that is, that you're sensitive about. Yeah. Why are you sensitive about that? Yeah. Why is calling you fat? Why is that offending you? Mm-hmm. What about it is offending you? So it's, it's, it's all connected. Yeah. So yeah. Marketing, steps. marketing is designed to point out a pain point and then point out a solution for that pain point. That's what marketing is. So to be able to step back from that and go, and, and maybe that's meditation for somebody, maybe that's taking a walk, maybe that's um, sitting and, and drinking their tea in the morning, but to get them to slow down and go, okay, what do, what do I actually need and yeah. want? And why? And that's why? the question. Why do you need it? Why yes. do you want it? And it has helped me. Yes. I mean, the amount of shopping carts I have online uh-huh. that I have not bought from, yeah, you know, is, is testament to that. Cause that is a conscious way in which I'm trying to reduce. Why do I need that? Why do I need that pair of pants? Do I not have enough? Why do I, what about, you know, it's, it's helpful for me personally. And I, and if people can, not that I don't make senseless purchases, I do sometimes, but I've, I have reduced. Mm-hmm. And, and that was another thing that I was going to point out that you had brought up was that it's not all or nothing. We can make small systematic changes and build on them over time. So like when you were talking about eating organic, and I talked about this last summer um, with uh, Fawn about eating uh, gluten-free, mm-hmm. is, is that it can be so overwhelming when we're like, oh, well, I can't do all of that, so I'm going to do nothing. But there's so many, maybe 200 steps between all and nothing that you can take that that then reduces your impact on the environment, that helps other people, that that votes with your dollars, and on and on and on, like we've been talking about this whole episode, mm-hmm. that it, it can be maybe you put a cart together and 
you haven't bought it for six months or six days, it doesn't matter. Um, or, and it's either, well, I really do need those pair of pants. So then maybe you're taking it a step further and going, well, where can I make the best impact while mm-hmm. purchasing that pair of pants? Mm-hmm. I agree. And, and that, it, that that's exactly it. Like, um, especially, I don't know, I can't speak for men, but as women, I can say we overthink. For us, it has been drilled into us that all ships in or you're out. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Why do we have to push ourselves that hard and overcome it? Why? It's just, you know, to win a, ma- to win a marathon, you start small, mm-hmm. right? Or not to win or whatever, you run a marathon, you, mm-hmm. you start small. Yeah. It's the same thing. You know, I, I do not encourage people to buy a whole bunch of Ish skincare products. I yeah. do not. I mean, I would love if you, if you're already an existing client, please go ahead, buy as many as you want. But if you're new and if you're starting your journey, I would say small, I would just say small and I will, and I will give you tips that you can incorporate in your life that will serve you. Your, your entire, like, you know, a scrub, a mask, whatever. I, I can mm-hmm. give you suggestions that doesn't yeah. involve you buying anything new. Yeah. I, I will, I'll be happy to do that, but starting small yes one product at a time one step at a time it is like we've heard this all the time one step at a time one step at a time but truly it is or half a step at a time yeah or even just the research of what step do I take at a time yeah but it is it is action I mean I'm tired of words from people that's mm-hmm. what I'm that's what I that I get that gets to me a lot and I'm like tired of words show me yeah. I mean like you don't have to show me but what's the action you're taking mm-hmm. And that action can also um, start as inaction. It could start as as I'm not going to buy any new face products this month so I can use what I already have so then I can save my money up to buy the better quality product and support the better business um, and my skin and everything else in one or two months from now. Exactly. Like even it's, it's all about budget. I'm glad you brought that up because it's all about budgeting as well. Mm-hmm. Like my husband and I, it's just the two of us in our household and our food bill, our grocery bill is higher because of, you know, I buy, I try to buy fresh produce from farms, which mm-hmm. means a little bit more, but that's okay. But we don't eat out that much. Right. You know, so it's a balance. It's also, if you're buying say an ish hair care product, mm-hmm. which, you know, hair oil, ish Hayat hair oil, which is like 47 mm-hmm. and you can't afford it or, however you want to term the word afford right um what can you how can you afford it right you know can you how can you save for it what are you what are you it's that it's how do you budget for it yes yeah what is is it a non-negotiable for you do you want to make it a non-negotiable for you how can you make it like for me my massages and skincare Mm -hmm. my facials are non-negotiable yeah I go for my facials yeah whatever it is I go for it but I budget for it as well yeah, but I don't you, need yeah. Yeah. And, and you're choosing that. And that's what I tell my students too, is like anything, anything can be a line item in your budget. Not everything will fit, but anything can be a line item. And for you, it's the massages and the skin uh, care. For me, again, it has to be those massages. I've tried to not have them and my body does not appreciate mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. So what do I, what do we give up? Do we give up eating out? Do we give up the extra coffees? Do we give up the President's Day clothing sale that just happened? Like, mm-hmm. how are we putting that? And what, what are we trying to say 
with our money. Again, yeah. going right back to voting with our dollars. It is. It is all about, it is, it does boil down to money. Yeah. It truly, truly is. And which I, I love the way that, that you are teaching your students about it. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, something that my parents uh, try to teach us since we were kids is like, you should control money. Money should not control you. Mm-hmm. I never understood that till I became a businesswoman. Mm-hmm. Till I started, because I didn't like, Ishka is, is a way in which I'm, this is the first time I'm earning my own money. Okay. Right. And which is mine to do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. But then it's also a mindset change. Oh, you have this money. Oh my God, I don't have money for this. But no, 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 you do have money. Mm-hmm. How are you going to use it? You do have time. When you say, I don't have time. No, time is just a concept. Time right. is there for you to do whatever you want to do with it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it is, it, money is exactly that. Mm-hmm. You know, we as, as women need to, I mean, or start thinking about money as just a commodity. It's just, it's, it's there for us to do whatever we want to do with it. Mm-hmm. And that was going to lead right into my next question was, what is your your money story and kind of your background with money and how that has changed for you over the years, if you're willing to share? Of course. Yeah. So I've never really earned my own money. Mm-hmm. Right. And I didn't. And my, and my parents try to teach us, you know, you know, or try to say, not us, me, <laughs> you know, and and my husband tried to teach me the value of money as well, which I never truly understood. Mm-hmm. You know, but when I started earning my own money, you know, and what happened, and this is this is this is what truly instilled, you know, the the value of money for me, um, is last year, uh, I w- I have automatic deduction credit card bills mm-hmm. that get, you know, it's it's just linked, um, and it wasn't happening for a few months. You know, I wasn't seeing it in my, in my statement. And I was like, I don't know what's wrong. You know, whatever I told my husband and, you know, we just kind of, it just slipped our minds. Yeah. And then I got a bill from Chase for 4,400 or $500 taken out from my account at one time. And that I'm telling you, I still have trauma when I think about it, Mm -hmm. you know? So that was, I mean, I survived, you know, thank God I did. But it was that amount of money that got out of my account at one time. And I was like, oh, and since then I've, be- I've become even more conscious of mm-hmm. my expense. Mm-hmm. You know, how much am I spending? Why am I spending? You know, which explains the numerous cards. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it is. So Ishka is the money that, that, that I have earned. Mm-hmm. And I want, I want it to go back into the community in a meaningful way. And I have control over it, which I love. Yeah. You know, yeah. I get to, I get to choose where, who I want to support. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does you know? it, would you say that you feel um, empowered to be able to make the choices of where your money goes, earning mm-hmm. your own money? Yeah. Yeah, of course. A hundred and a hundred and ten percent, you know, because you see, you see the difference. Like when I, when I chose to spend, uh, and when I say my money, there's a difference between the money that I earn from it and it's money, right? Mm-hmm. So when I chose to spend Ishq money in supporting trans women mm-hmm. in India who hadn't painted the Ishq mask gift boxes, mm-hmm. you know, during COVID, when they didn't have any legal way of earning money, mm-hmm. right? And I, and, I, and I saw with my own eyes and they have told me how much of joy that brought them and how much this, these were just, thank you, thank you, thank you. You have no idea how much this has helped us. Mm-hmm. That is empowering knowing that you know, the choices I made with Ishk's money mm-hmm. has brought about benefit, mm-hmm. you know, so that just to witness that is something empowering, you know, and when it comes to like my money, I get to choose which causes it supports. Like when um, 
you know, giving to equitable giving circle or, you know, different BIPOC women in the area that, that for different reasons mm-hmm. are short of funds. Mm-hmm. And I choose my money to, I, I, I don't, I don't need to budget for that. Mm-hmm. It's my money to, and it goes wherever I want to go, how much ever I want to spend mm-hmm. for that particular. So that, that is empowering, mm-hmm. you know, as, as human beings, we love control. So having, having, having control over your money to bring about sustainable change, that is, it's empowerment all throughout, mm-hmm. all over. Yeah, yeah, and like you said, it, you get to be in control and not the other way around. And I think so many of us that don't have any um, financial education or have very limited financial education feel like we're that like the money's in control of us especially if we have debt involved with that um that to flip the script and and really get get comfortable with the idea that you're in control of the money can create that empowerment to move towards whatever it is you want to do with your money yes and and it is and and i feel like when it comes to the money stories of different people sometimes you know, you might not have the money for whatever reasons, you know, especially I see this more with BIPOC, uh, BIPOC women more than anybody else, you know, mm-hmm. the bills to pay, whatever, however, you, however you want to vote. Like for me, it, 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 it's, a, it's my privilege that I'm using. Mm-hmm. And it is a privilege to be able to do this. Agreed. Right. So, and I'm trying to use my privilege in which in my case is like, I don't need to, I like I have, a, my husband has a steady income that comes in. It's not my, my livelihood right now is not dependent on it, mm-hmm. right? I mean, eventually it will be, you know, yeah. because I want, I want this to sustain me as an individual yeah. right now, not as much as I would like to, right? right? But, and, and I, I can, I can support people. I can support causes. I can afford to give, to, mm-hmm. to take less profit. If that means supporting BIPOC farmers, if that means supporting transgender women, if it means supporting women in slums in India, mm-hmm. you know, if it means donating to finding murdered and missing indigenous women, I can afford to do that. Mm-hmm. And I want to use my, my profits mm-hmm. or, 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 or take less profit mm-hmm. in order to be able to support this, which I, which I wish, I hope that all these trillionaires and the billionaires and mm-hmm do that as well because if they did then we won't have 13 kids dying on the street every single day yeah it's it's not gonna happen we won't we won't have we we just won't yeah and I appreciate that you that you said it was your privilege to be able to choose that because there are so many that that literally have to choose whether or not they're going to have heat or food and they don't have the privilege to do that they're just trying to survive but those of us who do have that privilege we really get the opportunity to be so um thoughtful and conscious of how we're spending our dollars again going back to that voting with your dollars thing that we've been talking about the whole time it is which is which is what i encourage people to do and which is why i keep talking to people mm-hmm. when i when i when i tell Ishk's story I cannot, I cannot compartmentalize different causes. And yeah. I tell people this to, to show them that you can do this too mm-hmm. in your life. You can do this too in whatever way, in however small, big form, however you want to do it. 
you can, this is doable. If I can do it, I mean, uh, me with no financial training, business training, mm-hmm. if I can do this, you can do this too. Yeah. That's why I try to be as trans. That's why I keep talking about this with, mm-hmm. with every single, anybody who would want to listen, mm-hmm. right? Like, yes, my products are super, are, are healing. Mm-hmm. You know, they are wonderful, beautiful products that will, that, that, that have the power to do what they say they're going to do. I don't lie about it. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause then lying wouldn't be unclean. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I yeah. don't do that. It, that's dishonesty, but um, it's, it's all of that together. It is all these social causes. And I keep like, I, I, it's, it's just the entire, I feel very deeply about this. So, you know, I, and it is all, it's all interconnected. The social causes, the healing, the sourcing, you know, the sustainable healing is what I, what I like to say. It yes. is like ish skincare, ethical, organic skincare, mm-hmm. you know, and then it is ethical because of, you know, these many points. It is sustainable mm-hmm. because of these many points that mm-hmm. I do. I don't just do it just as a tagline. I yeah. follow through and yeah. I keep thinking of ways in which I can follow through. So the seasonal skincare was, was one that tied everything together, mm-hmm. which just made sense. Yeah. You know, so. Absolutely. So you talk about how you are continuing to talk about these subjects. Where does one get to see you um, talk about these things? I know you're active on Instagram. Uh, what's your handle and where else are you active? It is Ishk Skincare okay. across all uh, all platforms. Okay. IshkSkincare.com is the website. website. At Ishk Skincare is my handle on Instagram, mm-hmm. on Facebook. And if you want to go to YouTube, that's my handle on YouTube as well. It is uh, it, when you subscribe to my newsletter, I send bi-monthly newsletters, mm-hmm. which tell you where I will be that week, that weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, or um, And it also tells you where you can find Ishk products in addition to them being online. I love the, I love the stores that I partner with that carry Ishk because each of them have their own individual story. Like Coral Story Beauty is a native-owned business. Luna Wellness Center, you know, is um, is it holds beautiful space for BIPOC women, especially mm-hmm. mothers and and um, postpartum, all of that good stuff that they do, right? Mm-hmm. So those are the those are the stores that are Amity PDX is another store where you can find Ish products, you know, which is again BIPOC-owned. So I love the people that I partner with. So it has a list of all of that. But following me on Instagram, Instagram more than Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I, I've started doing a lot of reels that I'm really enjoying and they don't get posted to Facebook. Um, so if you have Instagram, I would highly recommend mm-hmm. that you follow me on Instagram at Ishk Skincare. Um, and, um, and Instagram is another place where I, I post where I will be that week if I have an in-person event to go to. And so I guess my last question is, uh, what does wealthy mean to you? Wealthy means sustainability. It means being happy in the place that you are in at that particular moment. And what happy means, you get to define it. Wealthy means happiness and joy for the people surrounding you as well. Yes, and you are included in that, but it is, it is that circle. It is, it is peace at night. You know, knowing in your heart that you are okay, knowing in your heart, in your soul, that you are protected Mm -hmm. with divine energy and you are enveloped by divine energy and you are accepted 
by that energy for who you are. That is, that's wealthy to me. Sarah, thank you so, 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 so much for being part of my podcast and um, sharing your story and sharing your point of view with myself and my listeners. Thank you so much, Ashley, for every single thing that you do and the beautiful space that you hold, that you've held for me, not just for me, but for other small businesses as well. And thank you, beautiful energy who is listening. I wish you nothing but peace and happiness in every single thing that you do. May Ishq envelop you with all the love and goodness that's put in it. Thank you so much for joining me this episode of the Wanting to Wealthy Path. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Wanting to Wealthy podcast. I would love to continue the conversation on Instagram at Wanting to Wealthy. Please DM me with comments, questions, and future podcast ideas. If you found value in the podcast and think someone else and think... If you found value in the podcast and think of someone who would feel the same way, please share it with them. Until next time.